Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host Tyler Callahan and this week we got the standard news and numbers as well as the topic of should studios and theaters hit the panic button. I'll get to that in a few minutes, but first, the numbers. Opening in first place is M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, Old, with 16.5 million. Opening in second place is Snake Eyes with 13.3 million. In third place is Black Widow with 11.6 million for a total of 154.8 million. In fourth place is Space Jam A New Legacy with 9.5 million for a total of 51.3 million. That is a 77% drop. Damn. Lastly, in fifth place is F9 with 4.7 million for a total of 163.3 million. So this was a weak weekend. Both new movies failed to open above 20 million, and Space Jam cratered with that 77% drop. I've also started to see articles wondering what would be causing it, and should studios and theaters panic, and as usual, I have my take on it. First off, no. This is no reason for concern. Not yet, anyway. First off, both Old and Snake Eyes got very average reviews, and both of them are on Rotten Tomatoes. So while not terrible movies, they are not must-see. Next, you have to understand that this summer is for a lot of Americans, uh, they want to do everything. This is the summer where you want to do anything and everything you can to make up for lost time. But what that means is movies are not just competing against each other, but they are competing against other activities like going to a bar, traveling, and just being outside with not much of a worry. The past few months have shown if it is a big movie showing like F9 or Black Widow, people will show up. They will make time for it, but for movies like Old and Snake Eyes, those can wait. All the times during the summer, you get a lot of walk-ups, right? Oh, they just want to see a movie, they'll pick then, right? They'll pick then. What we're seeing now is people are going to the movies deliberately to see a specific movie, and there's not as many walk-ups, because obviously everyone's planning everything to do, you know, go out, do everything they want to do. Now, there are valid concerns on if the Delta variant of the virus causes a lot of cases, theaters might have to put back in restrictions, but I don't think we're there yet. As for when people or studios should hit the panic button on releasing new movies, I'd say wait and see how the Suicide Squad does. Assuming it does get good reviews, but opens say under 40-50 million, then I I think it's time for studios to revisit how to release their upcoming movies. Could make the case, though, that they should not move anything. As we go into the fall, people will be traveling and being outside less, so that means they can go to the theater more. But, again, the main concern right now is uh, how do the cases go? Obviously, the situation is very much in flux, but right now is not the time for a concern. These movies, even during a normal situation, were not going to do great unless they were amazing films, which the critics have said they're not. Going to China, we got a new film that also debuted in first place, which is Green Snake. It is an animated film, which is a sequel to White Snake from 2019. Green Snake opened to 29.7 million. In second place was Chinese Doctors, with 17.5 million for a total of 176 million. Another animated film opened this weekend, coming in at third, was Asian Backhorn King's Bear, with 4.7 million. In fourth place was The Day We Lit Up the Sky, with 3.1 million. And lastly, in fifth place is Top of the City, which debuted with 1.5 million. So it's good Green Snake had decent numbers, but uh, we will have to wait and see if it can hold on. Chinese Doctors is clearly the hit of the summer for the country. It's a shame it's the only big hit they have right now, 
As for Hollywood movies being released, nothing is set yet, and it is looking like mid-August at the earliest. Now, we are starting to see a build-up of movies that need to be released, like Black Widow, Snake Eyes, and after this weekend, Jungle Bruce. Looking at worldwide numbers, the two newcomers did not exactly do amazing overseas as well. Snake Eyes made $4 million for a worldwide opening weekend of $17.4 million. Old made $6.5 million for a total of $23 million for its opening weekend. Both only opened to around a quarter to a third of the international market, so there is room for growth to make more money. But with spikes in cases overseas, depending on the country, I think they're both kind of guaranteed to finish both under $200 million worldwide, probably even under one fifty too, which isn't great. It's not great. Black Widow made $14.5 million for a worldwide total of $315 million. Space Jam A New Legacy held a lot better internationally, making $12.6 million for a total of $94 million worldwide. That is only a 37% drop compared to the last weekend, which is a lot better than that 77% drop here. But I think part of that is, besides some parts of South America, no one else in the world has HBO Max, so if you want to see it, yeah have to see it in theaters. F9 made another 11.6 million this weekend for a worldwide total of 621.3 million. It's looking like it can push its way to 650 uh, and for now will be the third biggest movie for a while now for this year. The Boss Baby Family Business made 7.2 million for a total of 61.3 million. The Forever Purge made 2.3 million for a worldwide total of 57.5 million. And a Quiet Place Part 2 is looking to crawl its way to 300 million, with it now at 290.5 million worldwide. Staying on numbers as we look at the latest stories, France's box office has taken a hit of about 70%. This is due to the new restrictions for certain indoor activities like theaters or eating out where proof of vaccine or a recent negative test is required to enter and with almost 45% of the population fully vaccinated, that does cut out a lot of potential movie going audience. Still, this is the worst it will probably be as more and more people get vaccinated, they can go back out to watch movies, but it is a sudden shock to the system for French theater owners. At the end of August, we are getting CinemaCon, which is the conference where studios and theater owners get to mingle, and well, Disney is backing out of in-person activities. While everyone must have a negative test or be fully vaccinated, Disney will not be sending any movie stars or executives to Las Vegas in person due to concerns over the Delta variant of the virus. Deadline is reporting that they are still planning to show a movie there for people who attend, but have not said what it would be. My personal guess would be Shang-Chi. Right now, no other studio has made a change to their plans. See, I kind of want to call them out on this, because it's funny how after theater owners called them out on Black Widow and how they released it, now they won't attend. But to be fair, concern over the Delta variant is valid. And who knows? if Las Vegas will be in a better or worse spot by the end of August. Hopefully, they will still be able to talk it out with theater owners, probably just on Zoom meetings, like everything else the past year. For new trailers this week, we got the second trailer for Dune. It still looks amazing, and I can't wait for it to come out. Really hoping I can see it in IMAX. One thing I did notice is with this and the new set of posters they released, they're now clearly saying it will be on HBO Max, so I take a Warner Brothers and Legendary worth it out. Premium is looking busy this week, so let's get to it. First, we got an update on Paranormal Activity 7, with it being confirmed will be a reboot of the franchise 
and is still set to come out on Paramount Plus by the end of the year. Yeah, overall, this makes sense. You need some bigger IP on Paramount Plus to build it up. And while Paramount Activity is more of a dormant IP at this point, it has more power than, say, Infinite, which they just dumped on there. It being a reboot is also good to start fresh. So overall, good choices are being made here. Now, without mean the movie will be good. We'll see. Got some news for HBO Max, including subscription numbers during their quarterly earnings reports. AT&T and WarnerMedia gave their latest numbers. Domestically, HBO and HBO Max combined are now at 47 million subscribers, gaining 2.8 million over the past quarter. And while not specific to how many people in South America signed up for it, worldwide subs are now at 67 million. This was better than expected for AT&T, who is now raising their year-end goal to be between 70 and 73 million subscribers. Besides that, we also got an update on content for the platform for next year. As of now, they are still sticking with the 45-day exclusivity window before premiering Warner Bros. films on there, but they will also be releasing 10 films exclusively for HBO Max. While they did not say what they are, we know at least two of them are DC with Batgirl and Blue Beetle. Overall, I think those are solid numbers for HBO Max. And you also have to remember, the cheaper plan with ads also released this past quarter, so that could have helped as well. Also, it's good they're starting to get a more solid lineup of content for next year, because you need to keep releasing new stuff if you want them to stay subscribed to you. There is some bad news here, and it's for any European customers. They've decided to focus more on finishing the rollout of the service in Latin America for the rest of the year, which means they are delaying a release in Europe until early 2022. Not sure why they can't do both at the same time. The conspiracy theory I have is maybe they do not want to have to honor the same day and date release for even more countries, and the way around that is to just punt the release until next year. Still, if we're looking at this at face value, it looks like if they push hard enough in Latin America, they can get a lot more subscribers out of it. And this other story I got here is not much of a story yet, but speculation. And the Wall Street Journal is reporting that at the end of June, Comcast and ViacomCBS executives met to discuss the possibility of combining their streaming services for an international push. How would that work? No one knows for sure, but that's assuming they agree to it. But the idea is interesting and a bit weird, but it makes sense. If you take Europe, for example, Netflix and Disney are already dominating, and then you have to assume there are some local streaming services available as well. So if two smaller separate streaming options show up, they are not going to be that interested. But if you roll it into one service with all of that content put together, that is a more viable option for customers and would get more signups. Now, even if this happens, it's at least a year away. You have to get the contract signed. Who gets a cut of what? And most importantly, how is it delivered? Do you make a third app just for international territories where you combine the two services? Or since Paramount Plus is already available in some countries internationally, do you make a version of Paramount Plus that has Peacock included and just make that available outside the US? All of that has to be talked about. So if it happens, it's going to be a while. And that'll be it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. First off, they get some late breaking news here while recording in Scarlett Johansson suing Disney uh, for the release of Black Widow. Uh, I will be going over that in the next episode. I'm going to try and get the next episode out a few days earlier because that is huge breaking news. I have some thoughts on that. but So look forward to that on the next episode. Question for the week is, Jungle Cruise comes out this weekend. So the question is, are you watching it? And if so, are you watching it in theaters or on Premiere Access? Let me know on Facebook. Link to the pages in the show notes. Thank you for listening. See you next time.